And so I, I guess I can start out sharing one experience that I had in, uh, in Mexico a while back. I, I have done a little bit of singing throughout my life and I was traveling down to Mexico with my sister. We were performing down there and we performed for a little, for a, a small town in Mexico where a lot of people came out and they heard us sing. And after a performance, a, a shorter Indian lady came up to me and she expressed or she told me that she knew my grandpa and that he had left a big footprint in I, I guess in their community he had left a big footprint among their people and every you know these people remembered him and they they loved him a lot and she wanted me to tell him hi and uh, that experience I think was one of the defining moments when I was younger because it it really helped me well I, I just realized how big of an influence and an impact that my grandpa had on me, or well, that he, he's had on me, but not only me, but all these other people that I know. And it just shows the power that a, that a person has when they are not self-absorbed, when they're not focused on themselves, to be able to help, help so many people, you know, help a lot of people. I'm gonna cover this because I don't like to look okay. at myself talking. <laughs> so, um, but but a man, you know, a man has so much potential to do so much good if they're not focused on themselves and if they're focused on helping others. And so when she said that, I just, I knew it was true. I knew that that's the kind of person that my grandpa was, and I wanted to be that kind of person as well. I can tell that had a profound impact on you, and I agree. You know, that is a life-changing moment when you realize what really matters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I guess I can I guess I can continue from that a little bit. You asked me the question, what kind of led me to fill in this program was necessary? That was one that led me into personal development in general. I um, I started out in in sales. I was in I went to BYU and I studied everything except for what I ended up going into. I studied Latin American studies. I got a minor in business, a minor in music, uh, but then I ended up doing sales and training for multiple startup companies here in this area. But meanwhile, my parents were divorced and my dad was in Mexico and he created, he created some uh, personal development training programs. He had been working on those for a long time. And I, um, I, had already, I had always been very interested in those training programs because they helped me uh, to be better. They helped me realize my potential more. And, uh, and so I was, I was interested in those, but I was at the same time reading all these other books about, you know, different, different views on, on personal development as, as well as, you know, scripture from religion. And so I, I had, you know, I was into lots of different uh, self-help materials that were helping me realize, you know, what, what my potential was and what my purpose was. But a number of experiences in my life led me to, to, uh, to, you know, to, just to be very convinced that I, I, I wanted to be in this space of personal development. So it, only about a year and a half ago, I quit my full-time job as a software trainer. And I finally, you know, I took the plunge as a coach. I had been certified as a coach under Bob Proctor, who is a, an international authority on the power of the mind, how the mind is so powerful it can help us, how we can use our mind to create results in our life. And so I took that background in education and 
Um, and I became a coach under Bob Proctor, did that for the first year. But then I became interested and in, I wanted to, I, 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 for some reason, um, Lou, I had been attracting men as my clients. I had been working with mostly men. And so, but I wanted to, I wanted to help. I was thinking about myself too. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not just about imagining abundance and focusing on that and focusing on growing. I think that for a man, their greatest abundance is if they focus on things in the right order, if they'll focus on their, on their wife and then their children and then, you know, everything else after that. And if, if we do it in that order, we have the richest experience. I think that every man has a, you know, we have our workshop, which is the home for becoming the very best men that we can be. And the secret to becoming, I think, the best man is to be outwardly focused and to let goodness pass to and through us without interruption. And um, I heard about, I was just talking, I was talking to different people um, as I was playing with this idea. And, and it, it turns out, I mean, I'm not even a researcher in this area or anything, but I, but it is true that, you know, manliness has been under attack and that there is, there's, you know, a lot of men are really confused these days as to what it means to be a man and where they can really find their manly strength. And so that is really what motivated me. I, I, I felt there was a strong need. I had felt, you know, I felt so many moments of insecurity myself and I'm like, this is really, it's very uncomfortable and it's not a good place to be when we are men and feeling weak. Where does this strength come from and how can, how can I access it more and how can I help others to access it more? And so, but Emily, that's kind of been my inspiration in starting the program. Well, and as you spoke, I am rethinking of the numbers indicate more and more boys are growing up without a father figure. Yes. They rely on the media to teach them. Right. And, and I don't know that that's a reliable source. Right. The, the model we would want. So right. I, I, and, and I have seen this, this uh, confusion. Mm -hmm. Exactly what is their role? How do they contribute? And what's most important? I think a, a lot is demanded of them. They're expected to have these high power jobs that, you know, put in 60, 70 hours a week. So it looked to me, as I looked through your program, that you cover all areas of a well-balanced life, home life, setting goals, professional. Yeah. And also, it looked to me, you cover their getting in touch with their own emotions, which I think is very important. Yeah. You know, my perspective is supporting families of children with special needs. Mm -hmm. And this is an especially, well, just being a parent is hard. It's challenging enough. But when you have a child with special needs, statistics indicate that it is three to four times more expensive to care for a child with special needs. They're, you know, the hours are longer. Some of them don't sleep. There's a, just a, it's very time intensive and emotionally draining. Yes. And I'm seeing more cases in, in a family where there is a child with special needs that the mother will often find herself alone. Either the man leaves or he becomes emotionally distant and just kind of leaves it up to her. 
And this is a great concern. That's a heavy burden for one parent to carry. So what is the problem? What, what, you're, what you're addressing here is, is the problem, and this is, why, this is why we men need help, right? I, I grew up in a home where I didn't, I didn't see my dad providing, you know, and you mentioned that, that a lot of men are growing up in homes with, where they're raised just by their moms, and they don't, have that, they don't have that role model, they don't have that support where they know, you know, where they actually see someone carrying out that role effectively. So either men are, you know, either boys don't have a father in the home or they don't have a good father in the home. And so that is really where the issue starts is we don't have that role model in the home. And so we've got to discover for ourselves what it means to be a good man and what it means to be a powerful man and how we, how we find that strength to be able to carry our, out our role effectively. And the problem comes, Emily, when we have, we are faced with these challenges and especially these, these fathers of children with special needs are faced with an even bigger challenge, right? Where they have their kids that have their kids need a lot from them. Their families require a lot from them. And when they don't have all the training or all the skills, sometimes they will, you know, they'll shrink and they'll, and what happens in, in, in cases of men, regardless of what their situation is, is when we, when we face that, Oftentimes we turn to we turn to distractions that really aren't helpful at all, and these these could be it could be you know from addictions to just time wasters, you know, video games. It could be going out and spending a lot of times with friend a lot of time with friends and doing everything except for those things that would really be helpful for their families, you know, giving their families what they need. And so that's and that just comes from a lack of skills, you know, a lack of like you mentioned being in touch with. Uh, their own their own emotions, knowing how to handle these feelings that they're having of anxiety, of lack of capability, of insecurity in the different roles that they're facing. And so that is the purpose of this program is to help them to be able to get in touch with that, to be able to get in touch with and understand themselves and know how to how to man up really, you know, how to tackle these challenges in a way that's going to and I guess how to process these challenges and overcome these hurdles that they're facing. And a lot of it is just mental skills. It's knowing because the, the challenges and the roadblocks that we face are so much mental. And if we don't know how to process those and get, know what we're feeling and know how to respond when we're feeling certain ways, then we can be, we can be very lost and we take the only road we know, which is to escape to something else, something that we do know, right? I agree, and I, I was really intrigued with your use of that expression, man up. Yeah. I know for some it means don't cry, don't show your emotions, but it sounds like you are suggesting man up means to own your emotions, to right. take control of them, to, to be in touch. Right, knowing how to control your mind, right? Your, your, mind, is like a, your mind is like an instrument, and if you and you got to know how to manage it, you've got to know how to, you know, how to not let your mind go wild on you where with every emotion that comes up, you can't let yourself go there, you know, go to all these places where you're, you know, for example, you an idea, an idea pops into your mind that you are, you're not capable or you're not, you don't have what it takes, right? And if you let yourself go down that downward spiral, it just gets harder and harder and harder to manage. So a lot of the mental mechanics that I teach is how to how to maintain your mind in a powerful state where you don't let it go there, where it becomes so difficult. And when you have let it go there, 
then you, then you have to learn how to come back out of that and get your mind to this clear state where you can, you can handle your challenges effectively and you can communicate with other people, you know, and, and express needs when you have need, needs of help. I mean, I'm sure wives want to help their husbands, you know, they want to help their husbands and, and others are there to help as well. But if we don't communicate these things and these needs that we have as men, and we don't, we aren't working together with our spouses and with other resources that we have, then we can't access the solutions to our problems. That's true. I know communication is key in, in a marriage, in a family, when you're communicating with your child's school. And I know I've, I've talked to a lot of women who are frustrated because they don't feel that their husband communicates with them. He's not opening up to them. They, yeah. they can tell he's stressed at work, but they don't know what's going on. And that's yeah. a heartache. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there is so much power, Emily, when, uh, when a man can, can unite with his wife. And I've experienced this. So I, I mean, it makes me a little bit emotional, but it's, there's so much power that comes when a man and a wife can, when they can really, you know, the husband and wife can unite, they can understand each other and they can really be there to support each other. You know, where he can communicate openly about what's going on with him. She communicates about her challenges. Both are empathizing with each other and there to help. And then you've got a power team that can handle the needs of the family. Right. So that's, that's incredibly powerful. I think that, that, the, the marriage is so important and it can be such a powerful tool when there is that communication. And effective parenting, especially if your child has oppositional defiant disorder or, you know, mood disorder, it is critical for the parents to be united in their approach on how they're going to handle that, to be in control so they're, proactively dealing with their child's behavior, not just reacting to it. Right. And if you have one parent is just trying to give the child everything they want, the other one is trying to instill some discipline, it just... Right. Yeah, parents, parents have to be on the same team, that's for sure. They have to be on the same team. They have to communicate about the way that they handle their children's situations, and they have to they have to back each other up. You know, they have to be on the same team and the children are on a different level. Right. And so they, and you know, with the child, you know, these child, these children that have uh, maybe, you know, these mood disorders and, and different, different disorders where they're acting up and they, they maybe are verbally abusive and they, they'll say things that, that somebody without a very mature mind could get, could take personally. Right. And so they yes. react rather than respond, right? And so part of what this program teaches, and part of, I mean, just part of the advice that I want to give on this program right now is that we all need to learn how to be emotionally and mentally mature so that we can see these situations. And what we see is someone who has need, somebody who's hurting, or somebody who is, is just like a little child who, isn't, who doesn't have the training or their, their brain isn't developed the way that it needs, that, the way that ours is. And we need to see that and see that with empathy rather than as a competition and, and taking, you know, taking these uh, words that are coming there out of their mouths personally and letting it drain us emotionally. We are the ones in charge and we see, we've got to, you know, if somebody comes and attacks us verbally, no matter who they are, we can respond one of two ways. We can either be, you know, we can take those offensively and we can get all angry or we can, 
you know, we can see them in a very empathetic way and see, wow, this is my child who needs help from me. He needs my understanding. He needs my, he needs my concern. He needs me to understand what his world is like. And that person's going to listen more. They're going to view a lot more empathetically. Uh, they're going to see that person in a lot more of a, you know, with a lot more empathy and they'll ultimately be a lot more helpful to that child. Yes, I, I agree. Absolutely. And a lot of times what that child needs is structure. They need consistency. And, yeah. and it takes that strong mind that you were talking about to provide that structure to know that, you know, this is, I can count on this. My parents aren't going to let me do anything dangerous or wrong. And I can count on, they will, they will always love me, even if I you know, become, you know, even if I lose my temper, my parents will still love me. And, and these are the rules. I know I can count on this. And structure is critical. And it takes self-discipline to provide that. So it sounds like you cover not only teaching that, taking control of your mind and communication and, and yeah. how to strengthen the marriage and also parenting. Don't you also talk about parenting? Yes, we do. We do. So it's all about everything is focused. So we're helping a man to be stronger, right? And the, really the return on investment is, is that it's going to help them be a better professional as well. And so that's, I mean, of course, there's emotional benefits. There's so many other benefits, but one clear return on investment is going to be, they're going to be better as providers for their family. They're going to be better, better professionals when they learn how to have this outward focus in their mind where they're focused on other people and they have a more mature approach to life where, you know, they don't take things, they, they don't live from a reactive state, but they, they respond maturely. You know, when things happen, they can see it from a, a more mature place. And so, and so all of those things contribute to helping the man be stronger. And we use the, and we use the workshop of the home as the teaching, you know, as the, the teaching place. You know, first of all, you focus on being outwardly focused towards your wife or, you know, your relationship that you're in. You focus on, on treating her the way she needs to be treated. And then you treat your children the way they need to be treated. And as you learn to do it there, that's your more, your most core area. And your, these are your most core relationships you're going to more naturally do it in every other aspect of your life. And isn't business service, you know, if you're running a business, it's all about giving service. And if, if you learned how to be of service in your home, you're going to, you're going to, that's going to translate to better service outside the home. And, and by the law of cause and effect, when you improve your service, you're going to improve your earnings as well. You see that in the world of business all the time. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So I can, I can go through Emily, these, uh, the principles that we have here for the program. Okay. That would be it. That would and, be good. Yeah. So, so these principles, you know, these are all principles of, of manning up, but it's not always, it's not always what we think, you know, like you mentioned, you know, when someone says man up, they think they may think stop crying and all that. But really what we're talking about is stronger emotional intelligence and seeing the world more clearly so that we can come from a much stronger place. Um, when we improve our understanding, we improve our power. And so when we have this lack of clarity in our mind or we're seeing the world as an evil place because it's just things that, or we're seeing the world as a bad place or a scary place, just because of all this stuff, this, this extra noise that's going on in our mind, 
we aren't coming from a place of power. And so we, that, that, this idea of quieting the noise, quieting that mental noise is, is taken throughout this whole program to help, help men quiet that noise so they can see things clearly. And then the principles that we go through lesson by lesson, the first one is, you know, we, we focus on uh, connection and teamwork, helping people to really gain a clear vision of the journey uh, that, he, that he's starting and learn, learning how to set goals and that you've got to start with vision and you've got to be able to visualize it before you'll ever get there. And then focusing the lens, we, we teach them to prioritize and simplify. Sometimes, you know, we can't do everything, so we've got to learn how to prioritize things and, and focus on things that are most importantly, most important. And uh, productivity and efficiency, that's where we really focus on understanding the way the mind works and learning how to quiet the mind. So those are the next two lessons on that. Week five is when we're focused on the true source of power. So we're focused on where power actually comes from. You know, when we, when we as men or we as people in general think of ourselves as the source of our power, we are placing ourselves in a weak spot. We're a lot, we're a lot more powerful when we realize that we are not the source, that if we can just open ourselves up and quiet our minds, power can come to and through us. And that's where, that's where the source of power comes. It's actually by quieting our minds so that we can access that power. You can call it, you can think of it as light or goodness or whatever that can come to a man and through a man. So he's got to serve in, in order for that to take full, full circle. Otherwise, it's like, you know, it's like water that flows into the Dead Sea and it just kind of stays there and becomes murky. And that's not what we want either. We want goodness to flow to us, that, that inspired thought, that good thought, and for that to pass through us to be, you know, and, and channel it in service towards other people. And then um, we focus on being yourself, you know, learning how to like really valuing who you are, valuing what you're, what things you really enjoy doing, what things you, you're passionate about. Those things, I think they're given to us as gifts. And when we use that, we can really access our higher power as well. We, and we, we live much more fulfilled lives when we, are much more in tune with those things that make us unique and individual. And then being grateful is the next one. It's being able to see beyond ourselves. That's where love, love comes in. We learn how to see beyond our own needs and we can empathize with our wives or with our children or with the people at work and understand, see them as, as people just like, just like we are, you know, see that their, their worlds matter just like our worlds matter to us. Uh, and then looking up. So being able to, as a man, you know, we, we are oftentimes, you know, we have the opportunity to be leaders in our home and it's sad when a man doesn't have high aspirations, you know? So we, I, I like to inspire men to always be looking up, always be thinking of how they can grow, how they can be better every day, how they can inspire their families to be better every day. Otherwise there's, you know, there's absolutely, there's absolutely no inspiration in staying the same. So we always want to be looking up and thinking about how we can be better. The goals are really based on a deeper purpose. So I think clarifying the purpose first is important. And then um, because the purpose never really changes, we all, we can, it's powerful to get in touch with what our purpose is, but then our goals can change. That's, that's the way I see it. Yes. Yes. I agree. And as you go, you know, different stages in life, uh-huh. 
you know, that will change that, you know, you'll, you'll have that focus when you're focused on raising your children. And then as they leave home, you've maintained that communication with your wife so that when your children leave and it's just the two of you, you have that bond and that strong companionship. Is, is this material presented, it's my understanding, in small groups? So you do... Yeah, so there we have, we have a group. So we, there, are, there are a couple of modules. The first one that we're going to launch is actually an online program. So there's going to be an online program that has courses for men, and they can take that wherever they want to. There is a local program, as I was telling you, and that's a program where people actually meet face-to-face, and it's, it's better when men want to share things that are that they wouldn't want to share in an online environment. It provides more of a confidential space uh, where, where, where we men can share things. But there is also going to be an online program where, you know, that people can be a part of from anywhere, you know, anywhere in the United States, anywhere in the world. And so, yes, these are, it is taught, all these modules are taught in small groups, but then there's also an aspect of individual coaching that goes along with it. And then specific commitments, specific invitations that we give every week to help to help men man up right and so and it's it's all very it's personalized based on what the unique challenges are of of each man so and it sounds like there's an accountability piece too it's not anything they passively listen to Uh, it sounds like full engagement is the most beneficial approach it is yeah tell us your website i'll have a link on my the podcast page, but for those who are just listening, how do they find you? Well, great. So this, this, uh, um, I would go to MindTune. Just go to, you can go to at MindTune now on Facebook. So it's at MindTune now on Facebook. That's where my page is. You'll see that that's kind of a more personal development site in general. And, and we're, we're launching this. We're working on our website. We're working on the finalizing uh, all the, the content for our online courses and everything. So everything's, we're still, uh, we're still fine tuning some of those things, but you can contact me through, through at mine too now on Facebook. Okay. And then that's where they'll hear the latest news, the updates. Yeah. Comes we're, ready. I mean, we're, we're ready to get started. We've got groups that'll be starting here within a few weeks. And so uh-huh. we're, uh, we're doing that. The, and, and we're just, anyway, we're just fine tuning some things right now, but it's, if anyone is interested, definitely reach out and we would, we would love to, love to have you be a part of this, not only for what you can gain as a man, but also for what you can give every, it, it's, it's powerful being a part of this group because you realize that those challenges that you face as a man, other men face, but they, but we wouldn't know it because we don't talk about it as much, Right. And so you'll realize that you're not alone, that we are, we all are facing these challenges. And my goal is for this program to really be able to help, help men. And I know that it will help them reach, you know, much higher levels in their performance as husbands, fathers, and professionals. I think it would be empowering to come to that realization that you have something to contribute. Absolutely. No, I'm part of this group and I, and I, I, my experience has been I have learned something from every person I have met. I believe everyone has something to contribute. And yeah. I can see how beneficial this would be for the family of a child with special needs to have the man fully engaged, supporting his wife, involved in the decisions. 
and on the same page. That would that would make all the difference. My experience working as a special ed teacher to see that unity really and the the strength of the support the child brings from their home really makes the difference in how they progress academically. Well, Marco, thank you so much for joining us. You're so welcome, Emily. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for thank you for having me. All right, and I hope you have a great day. And our guest today is Anna Smith. She's joining us again. We talked to her earlier as a nutritionist. And today we're going to talk to her about aquacranial therapy. Anna, welcome again. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. All right. So tell us what is involved in aquacranial therapy. Sure. I'm happy to. Um, so first of all, I just want to give a little background, um, from the aquacranial. I'm a licensed massage therapist. And, um, so anyone who would be interested in receiving this would want to make sure that's getting, you're getting it from a licensed massage therapist because it is important to have someone who is a body worker who has knowledge of the body system. And, 